Welcome to Stories of the In-Between, where we find freedom, healing, and transformation through sharing vulnerable stories, sounds, poems, and works of art about living in the in-between. In between paradigms, life phases, portals, labels, and boxes, in order to live into the creatriarchy, equitable sovereignty, love elementality, and radical respect every living being and Mama Gaia herself deserves. I am your host, Adrian Arrow Phillips, therapist, womb wisdom guide, doula, coach, multidisciplinary artist, and writer. Join me for your dose of potent story medicine as we go deep into the multifaceted, multidimensional revolution and power that come from stories of the in-between. Hello, welcome back to Stories of the In-Between. It's Adrian. Thank you so much for being here with me. Today, I wanted to talk about accountability and how to continue to show up for myself and for justice as is obviously needed in this world and at this time in particular. Um, So I appreciate you listening to this poem share about accountability. Accountability. How am I showing up for myself today? Today, I am showing up by acting upon my commitment to you to put out a podcast every two weeks and commit to the long game of sharing my voice, my vulnerable, raw imperfection, perfect and accountable to myself and the paradigm shift. What does that look like as a mother? Right now, it looks like parenting with compassion when I blow a fuse and yell when intending to stay calm. Right now, it looks like typing this poem to you. Right now, it means analyzing my patterns with love. It means being easy on myself when I feel embarrassed. Sharing my voice recently has taught me not only to work on attracting people who are intrigued, curious, and supportive of my energy, but also protect myself from those who are repelled. This energy of the world is such that I must protect my energy. Boundaries, of course, and I already knew this. I've learned it once before in my life. When in 2012 or 13, my phone was stolen from my bike basket as I carelessly forgot it outside 38th in Chicago, right as I ran inside the neighborhood association to teach the yoga class that I taught to the LGBTQ collective in my community. And whoever found it, in my mind, some young masculine people decided to take full advantage of my slowness to cybersecurity and post juicy, gorgeous pictures of my yoni that my now spouse took because I didn't realize at that point that it was a good idea to put a passcode on my phone. Needless to say, that I have a passcode on my phone now ever since. But I have I really learned this lesson? Not yet, because I recently had to secure my accounts again. This is not new. This game of psychological warfare, cyber security, both conscious and unconscious. In the past, I have let it silence me when that 
happened in 2012, I I don't think I posted for a really long time for months because it felt debilitating and I felt violated and I felt like anything I would say um, would be, yeah, would be just manipulated or, you know, or just taken advantage of in that same way. So that it took me a really long time to work through that. And in the past, I've let it silence me, derail me from my soul's purpose. But now I think I'm a little bit further on in my journey where I can take utter violations of my body and spirit and the debilitating embarrassment and shame that come with it and use it as my fuel to keep talking, to never be silent, or maybe take moments of silence and moments of inner inner work. But to keep talking and fuel, make it as fuel to keep playing the game of creating my dreams and taking up space in the create in the taking up space in the space that I created for myself to inhabit my dreams fully, not letting this most recent run-in derail me this time. Even though I am still questioning myself up to the moment of action, my energy is not quite right yet, or I need it to be perfect. No. This is the lesson of this podcast, because this is a long-term commitment to myself and you both invested in genuine connection and transformation of systems from inequitable to equitable to irreverent of the feminine to deeply reverent of the feminine and the balanced masculine and feminine. Through sharing vulnerable stories with one another, knowing that using my voice is winning, is being accountable to my soul. Even when discouraged, knowing that this is what my soul signed up for, to share poetry, poem reflections, messy, nonlinear story shares, jumping around in space and time like only witches have the tenacity to do. Jumping around again, this sense of accountability, the sense of protection, I contemplate and on the fact that I heard gun stores are literally sold out across the city, 100% sold out here in Minneapolis and inevitably in hands of humans. Can you be strapped and for peace? I don't know the answer to this question, but I have another share, another story. Imagine 14-year-old me, loving nature, likes to be outdoors talking to plants and flowers and trees and critters. I loved going agate hunting with my dad. And I learned gun safety in order to learn to go deer hunting with my dad. And so have a interesting relationship with guns or not an interesting one just a a one that can hopefully be used 
um, in a way that can per- that can be an av- investment in food security and one day interact with a deer being in a good way again, sending gratitude to the sacred food provided. My dad was always most peaceful when he was at the farm, when he was deer hunting, deer hunting on the lands acquired by my grandfather's father. Exactly how he acquired them, I will never know, as those stories never left his or my grandmother's mouth. But in my bones, I know, and in the in the systems that we have now created, that those lands were acquired not by peaceful means, but most likely through violence. And that is something that I must rectify and tend to in my blood, in my, in my ancestor work, because I know it exists in my blood. Even though I don't know the details, it's important to acknowledge and conf- and tend. I like this word tend that um, a teacher um, t- told me to use tend. I don't want as opposed to confront. Tend has a compassionate way of allowing transformation. And now here in Minneapolis, these systems have now created a largely indigenous encampment of people experiencing homelessness in the park near my home. Such an oxymoronic hypocrisy to say that these people are experiencing homelessness here on what their ancestors never owned but were in right relationship to. Her living, the living, her living, breathing Mother Earth. Yet why? because the settler ancestors forcefully and systematically inflicted original harm that was inflicted on themselves as European masque, a displacement and attachment from the relationship with the unique part of Mother Earth that ancestors have cultivated for for centuries. And I see myself remembering these knowings. My mother once told me that when I was young, I knew I knew things about the world. One thing that I have learned is that I'm a writer and that ever since I was young, I saw and learned that this was too powerful to use as maybe a feminine being. So unconsciously, I started self-sabotaging myself, stepped into the self-sabotaging, overachieving game. And this game still creeps up on me and wants to overtake me. But the lesson of mine is to release the self-sabotage because healing and unlearning happens in layers that will continue for the rest of my life. And it is important to step up and use my voice, however imperfect or however seemingly yeah not enough because it is enough this weekend I went to a friend's farm and right away I went down and I had this premonition I was by bees 
And he was like, no, there's no bees down here usually. And all of a sudden, two bees directly into my left leg. Nobody else in the whole trip. My, I was holding my son. Thank God that he didn't get those bee stings. Um, and yeah, the spiritual meaning that I looked up online, because I'm always curious when, you know, beings interact with me. Um, the spiritual meaning that I found on the internet was that I was self that I'm self-sabotaging myself, that I'm deeply worthy of my dreams. But recent events have created as such that I must protect my energy. And of course, I already knew this. And jumping back into accountability. What does it mean to be accountable to dismantling white supremacy? Perhaps being accountable to our own soul's yearnings and written in the star's astrology that I'm supposed to be a force of transformation and love here on earth. It's remembering again that I already am that. Even when it seems like we haven't made a dent in the transforming of these systems because it finally feels a little different this time because purposeful cultural amnesia that was washed over many generations of my ancestors this is being lifted as the movie 13 is ingested as people are reading truths that were purposely left out of their history classes and that we must make this an inextricable link of the patriarchal systems that make such sexual assault, domestic violence, and violence against women in general an all-too-common occurrence in our current world. Harmful systems of power over in place still alive. This is being dismantled, thank goddess, as long as I do my work, show up, and use my voice. Yet a pregnant woman was fatally shot one block from my home this Sunday. Dang, damn. I will keep living into the creatriarchy where womb-based wisdom is revered, where the masculine within me will take action towards my dreams so I don't sink into resentment of feeling so much being feminine in heart. And so the collective masculine will transform towards honoring their own feminine, honoring trans women who embody this beauty of the feminine, this womb wisdom. Because after all, womb wisdom is energetic first and foremost. If you have a masculine, um, if you consider yourself male, you still can connect with womb wisdom. Accountability looks like standing in solidarity for powerful trans humans whose understanding of the in-between transcends the false binary of old systems. Being accountable to myself means embodying my understanding of the in-between. As a queer woman in a seeming hetero relationship and living into the healthy expression of this ability to love the masculine and femme and the balance of both. Being accountable means making sure I make action steps every day towards equitable sovereignty, the antidote to white supremacy. Through conversations, posts, donations, aka reparations, ideally on a monthly basis to avoid performative allyship, leaving no white person behind until we have all have the knowing, 
knowing that understanding and unlearning whiteness is to relearn and remember in my bones the wise witchiness of my Italianness, Germanness, Irish Celticness, even if one of the ways to access it, even if the ways to access this are rarely lin linear. Calling in the spiraling ways of the wise sisters and non-binary witches of past and present to be accountable. I am accountable to relearning my indigeneity to Mother Earth. Accountability is gardening, is in gardening, in remembering that there are languages of plant beings and other humans, and there are languages of plant beings, and there are other languages that humans spoke before English colonized. colonized it. And even though I do not know Irish, German, or Italian, I can listen to the sound advice of Robin Wall Kimmerer, indigenous citizen of the Potawatomi Nation, de decorated professor of environmental and forest biology and author of Braiding Sweetgrass, that indigenous languages had 70% verbs, 30% nouns. In many indigenous languages, the river is not a noun, but a verb. The river is transformed into the river being, into river being. River being is alive and in relationship to us. The tree being, the tree is an inanimate object to be used. But the tree being is a subject alive and generous with oxygen, wood for houses, tables, chairs, and juicy fruits to be cherished. This new paradigm respects and deeply respects deeply respects the both and and my slice of accountability to teach my children that these beings are not trees but tree beings. My slice of accountability is crossing out each he in the book my chat in my child's book about Thumper Rabbit and replacing them with they. My slice of accountability is to the new paradigm to stand for the creatriarchy, a system in which the police are abolished and accountable for stealing lives, where sovereignty is equitable, love is elemental, and resonating with respect is required. May it be so. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you each so much. And yeah, until next time, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to Stories of the In-Between. If you now feel a little more connected to your own inner transformation and our collective liberation, please subscribe. Leave a five-star rating on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere you find your podcast, and or share it with a friend that might find some solace in these words and vibrations. Sending you so much love. Until next time. <laughs>